Welcome back, fans, to another episode of the Braveheart Lacrosse Show. I'm your host, Greg Marzak, and to start off this episode, I would like to offer thoughts and prayers to the Michigan State community. Um, obviously, that's a terrible tragedy that happened uh, this week. Being from Michigan and, and knowing a lot of uh, family and friends that went to the university, it's terrible. And uh, just want to offer my condolences. Um, so not to start off the episode on, on too low, uh, but I do think that the, there, there are bigger things in sports. It's, it's an important problem uh, that we have to solve um, in the community of, of how to treat people properly. And to see what happened at, at the university this past week uh, is terrible, and it's terrible loss of life. I think everyone should take a moment and you know, tell their friends, family, parents, your loved ones, tell them that you love them, how much it means to you. Um, and cherish the time that you do have with them, uh, and it, it's, it's certainly a gift that we have. So moving on, um, week one, college lacrosse, what an amazing uh, couple matchups we had. First, I'd like to address that ESPN has had some technical problems. I mean, uh, we saw in the Jacksonville game two weeks ago, just a lot of fuzziness on the screen. I think for the Michigan-Virginia game, they had no audio for the first, what, three, four, four quarters. They didn't get it back to the end. So obviously some technical capabilities that need to be worked out early in the season from the major media production community um, to, to be able to offer those streams correctly. I think, I think there were a couple more games that I'm not thinking of, but that, um, you know, to watch them, still important, still highly encouraged, but... Uh, Hopefully they get those bugs fixed. Um, second thing, as always, uh, this episode in the Braveheart Lacrosse Show proud sponsor is Omnia. Omnia Lacrosse is an incredible program here in in Michigan, one of the top in the country. They're offering indoor clinics during the winter months, and and obviously travel teams in the spring and and summer um, and fall seasons. Uh, and then we have box for indoors. So check out Omnia Lacrosse, link in the bio. Uh, I recommend it. I'm a, I'm a proud coach for the program. Uh, so check out omnialacrosse.com. We are about three weeks away from Michigan High School Lacrosse starting. This is a great opportunity for kids not only to, to listen to the podcast. Thank you. I appreciate it. But go put your headphones in, hit the wall, you know, get the cobwebs off your stick, get out in the, get out get ready for the season, um, take some time, put in you know 20 minutes a day, go shoot 30 minutes a day, get ready for this upcoming season. Uh, the guys who you know are starting, and, and this means a lot to them and, and uh, want to make impact this season on their team, uh, will, be, will be putting in the effort, whether it's you know workouts like we have with, with the development sessions with Omnia, uh, people going and hitting the wall. And also watching, you know, college lacrosse on TV. Some of the best players in the game are, are suiting up and playing. So it's an opportunity. One one thing that I always we always tell the kids at practice is find a player, whether he's you know your your same position, whether you know him, he went to your high school, or he's from your area. Find him, try to watch his game, watch his highlights, and pick up one or two things like a move that he does. Uh, or, or you know, his style of play and resemble it. Odds are, if he's you know starting or playing in college lacrosse, he's a good influence and something you should be, you know, trying to emulate and and sort of learn the game from. 
yes, of course, it's important to go play and to to uh, work on stick work, but there's a lot of development that happens off the field just watching, you know, college college lacrosse happening. So, um, like I talk about every week, right? I, I love watching college lacrosse. It is it is something that uh, you know meant a lot to me. Um, but in terms of getting better, even us as coaches, we watch and try to pick up either new plays, you know, clears, what, what teams are doing in the clear game. Um, you know, we've seen a lot of 10-man come out this year and, and teams try to beat it. So what are, what are offensive schemes that are working, what aren't working? Definitely things like that that uh, kids should watch out for and try to pick up in the game. So, you know, take, take not only lacrosse for entertainment, but and the college lacrosse games that are on, take those, use those as opportunities to get better. With that, getting back to uh, the college lacrosse season, we had some incredible matchups, um, and let's get into it. Starting off, I'll talk briefly about my alma mater, Detroit Mercy. Listen, they've got two weeks off now. They're going to go take some time, look into a pond, and find themselves. Uh, it's time to get right for that team. They had a really rough go first couple weeks. Losing by 15 to high point, I mean, that's not great. So won't talk too much on that. Definitely think uh, these two weeks off to find themselves is going to be a good opportunity. Come back refreshed. We've got some big names coming up on the schedule. It'll be exciting to watch. That's all I have to say about that. Looking forward to seeing the boys back. Um, next game, what an incredible matchup. Duke-Jacksonville. Close one down to the wire, 13 to 12. Um, I do think Duke had a lot of a lot of uh, tough matchups, and were they were burning hot the first couple games, right? They go up against Jacksonville, and maybe they were a little tired that game. Um, next game, so I, I you know I think that's a matchup that if you look back, eight out of ten times Duke probably would have won that game. But Jacksonville, also not a bad team, right? Uh, unfortunately, they did lose to Johns Hopkins in the first game of the season, but I do think that Jacksonville is very good and going to be one of the top teams in their conference. Uh, we'll revisit that later. Uh, moving on, what an incredible, another incredible game. I talked about this last week in the preview. The Georgetown-Johns Hopkins game, also 12-13. to 13. Um, Right down to the wire. A lot of people talking about the depth of Johns Hopkins. I think that ended up coming back to bite them, right? They got into a slugfest, absolute slugfest against Georgetown. Running guys, third, second, third line middies, getting points, contributing. That's great. But, right, they had a lot of, lot of again, sort of like Duke, running hot. Then they go up against later in the week. Um, uh, Johns Hopkins played UNC and, and lost. I think that's because, you know, they were, they were having a run, run and gun go uh, here early in the season. Uh, I'm definitely excited to see them. I know a lot of people are talking, are they back? Is Johns Hopkins one of the top teams in the country? I do believe so. Uh, looking forward to moving it on. Another game that I talked about here last week, St. John's and Manhattan. Hand up, I was wrong. Also, I was 0-3 last week. I was 0-3. I could not pick a game right. And anybody who tells you they know what's happening this college across week two of college across, listen, they're lying. They're snake oil salesmen. They don't know what, what is happening. I mean, 
St. John's came out, they were running and gunning. I mean, if you listen to the audio of, of the announcer, you could not get a more Long Island, you know, just the, the most New York accent and guy who's watching two teams two, w- w- that are head coached by players from the high school, right? Like, it's just crazy. It's all Long Island kids just 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 beating up on each other, going back and forth, right? The first quarter, first, second quarter, uh, Manhattan started to take away from it, but St. John's was, was, was there, and man, that fell off. I mean, they, they could not keep up. So I was wrong. I thought St. John's was definitely going to be able to keep up, um, if not win that game outright. They could not, and uh, love to see what the coach is doing at Manhattan uh, you know, winning the MAC last year and coming out strong this year, really incredible performance. You know, there's a lot of hometown rivalries there, high school rivalries that uh, probably run deep on those teams. So, you know, I'd, I'd played uh, Manhattan and, and you're in that, uh, I forget the name of that uh, athletic complex, but you got the trains running by, just a very New York, very New York thing. But the, uh, the game was awesome to watch. A um, couple stars on Manhattan that we'll, we'll talk about later. Um, next game, Marist and Binghamton. This was sort of back and forth for a little while. Marist was keeping uh, keeping in the game. They were coming back. Shout out Dylan Bedell, uh, Charlotte lacrosse uh, superstar. Um, he was taking face-offs. Fortunately, uh, you know, didn't have the greatest day, but he's, he's out there. And, um, man, that was... Binghamton sort of pulled away uh, at the end of that game, but it was, it, was, it was back and forth during the game. A couple more games that I'd like to highlight. Um, obviously, the Ohio matchups of Cleveland State and Ohio State. Um, Ohio State taking it to them, a seven-point differential there, when by uh, 19 to 12, Ohio State. Keep an eye out at Ohio State. Now they're at, you know, three games uh, that uh, they've scored more than 13 points or more. So they've got a pretty good offense. Granted, I, th- I think that Air Force game, you know, like I said, who knows what's happening in college lacrosse within the first week or two. Uh, a lot of flip- flip-flopping back and forth on on opinions about teams and how they're going to perform. But uh, Ohio State and the Big Ten in general, I mean, I can't wait to watch Ohio State, Johns Hopkins, even that Michigan team, uh, you know, running and gunning uh, in week in week one against Virginia. That was kind of interesting. So Big Ten going to be very competitive this year. Um, one of the top 20 teams is St. Joe's, right? Sort of talked about them last week, 17-5 to over Sacred Heart. What a game. Uh, Vermont taking it to BU, 14-12. to Um uh, pretty interesting game. They've got a, a, an exciting matchup. Coach Poley and the boys uh, still looking forward to seeing them get uh, get into the Patriot League play. They've got some tough games coming up, but uh, that was a really good game to watch. Here's this uh, UVA-Virginia-Michigan uh, game. Again, Virginia sort of took away at the end there, but Michigan was able to, to stay in the fight. Um, I know the last four minutes there, or the last four goals, sorry, uh, Virginia sort of picked up away at the end of the game, but uh, really incredible matchup. Utah Marquette. See, this is what I'm talking about, flip-flopping. Utah, 
four points in the first game, right? Four goals. And now they come out and put up 18 against Marquette. What What's happening there? And Marquette, again, I think they've had two, three games uh, with 16 or more points. So keep an eye out for them. A lot of points in those games. A lot of points. Um, shout out to Bellerman, the Maco brothers, uh, putting up 14 to 10 against the Bonnies, St. Bonaventure. Uh, I think that's, oh, no, Bellerman's uh, a son, sorry. So Bonaventure in the MAC. So um, I thought that was, I don't know why I thought that was a conference matchup, but um, Hobart putting up 20 against Canisius. All right, you know, to see that high powered offense come back again this year. Um, we'll see how that plays out the rest of this year. And again, hand up, I was wrong. This UMass Army game. One and a half points. I mean, come on. We couldn't get one army. You couldn't get one with the, the you know, last minute and a half. We had possession down there. I mean, it was crazy. It was a crazy minute and a half to finish that game. You got guys taking shots. I think they hit the, the ref. If I, yeah, they hit the ref. That was crazy. Shot hit the ref. Ref goes down, chasing after the ball. I mean, it was chaos. We couldn't get, you know, they must have had seven shots in the in the last um you know, 60 seconds. It was, it was, it was all over the place. I was wrong. I thought Army was going to keep it close. Uh, unfortunately, they lost by two. All right, razor thin margins there. Um, and then lastly, again, this Maryland and Loyola game um, with with uh, Loyola knocking off Maryland, heavy as the crown. It was, it was incredible. It was an amazing game. I don't think that. Maryland is terrible. I think that Loyola, again, is very good. It's going to be interesting to see, like we brought up about the Patriot League, how that shakes out this year, right? Army, very good still. Um, Boston U, very good. We got Bucknell, took it to Mercer. So I think the Patriot League is also going to be very competitive this year. Possibly two teams getting into uh, into the national championship uh, tournament. Uh, but it'll be very interesting to watch. So, again, a lot of coverage, a lot of games we talked about. Um, looking at this, this just some more updates. So that was last weekend. Since then, we've had some, some crazy games uh, I do want to touch on. So tonight, uh, we had Duke-Denver go into overtime. Duke winning 14-13. to Again, like I said, that flip-flop back and forth. Good, bad. Are they a national competitor? Yes. Are they going to win? Who knows? Um, again, Denver. Who Are they good? Did they lost to Air Force? They're, but they beat up Utah. Utah wasn't looking good the first game. Who knows? Nobody, nobody knows. Nobody knows. I wish I could take my own advice because I know exactly what's going to happen this week. Um, right now, as we're watching, we have uh, VMI and High Point. So we have uh, a game coming up there. Um, interesting matchup. I think VMI uh, is, is you know, they, they did beat Detroit Mercy, but High Point, man, they, they were just bullying uh, Detroit. So, you know, I, I, we'll see how this the rest of this game goes here. Um but some very exciting matchups, like I talked about, um, coming up this week. So transitioning into this week's matchups, just some things to keep in mind. We have uh, Army coming off a loss and Rutgers. 
Again, I thought Rutgers last year or last week, I was wrong. I thought they were going to at least put up 15 uh, against um, Stony Brook, but they're not. And we're going to have to see how this, this, this plays out for Army. One game loss, are they going to come out fighting? I think so. I think that that's going to be a great game, uh, sort of a bounce back game for Army. This Richmond Bucknell game, Bucknell we saw bullied uh, Mercer week one, so uh, I know they're traveling down to Richmond, but that'll be a, that'll be a great matchup to watch. The big ones, all right. Everyone's talking about these games. I'll highlight them: Georgetown and Penn. So, starting off the the Ivy League debut of the 2023 college lacrosse season, we've got Penn and Georgetown. Georgetown coming off a loss. I think that they are gonna. I mean, it's gonna be tough, right? They they need they need more guys contributing more. They can't rely on uh, their their top three offensemen to put in you know eight goals a game. I really don't think so. I think they're they're you know five five point six point guys. You know they 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 just either that or they need to get up to the the eight to ten point range right last week we did see a couple guys contribute but they those other guys were having one two three points that's it max we need we need more people contributing more three or more points uh each game or else uh you know georgetown's gonna sort of struggle on offense defense incredible right their defense locked down uh i think they've got a lot of guys that that obviously i'm I'm biased. James Donaldson, incredible player, but that's one of Georgetown's strengths is their their defense. So, um, you know that's that's going to be an incredible game to watch. Um, moving on, another one. Obviously, big names everyone's talking about: Maryland, Syracuse. Um, Maryland coming off a loss, right? Syracuse sort of floundering around. I know they got a want win, couple wins, but um, not in the traditional. 15 20 point Syracuse faction uh so maybe they'll find their stride put the ball they'll find the back of the net this week but I really think Maryland coming off a loss that's going to be a get right spot for them and uh, it's at home so uh, College Park I think that's going to be a great 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 game for Maryland sort of lean that way for them um Moving on, other games that I'm really excited about this Utah-Vermont game. I think this is going to be a very high-scoring game, um, and I, I'm looking forward to it. Um, and then lastly here, uh, the Virginia and Harvard game uh, of all the matchups. I think everyone's talking about either this one or, or you know some of the others that I mentioned. But Virginia, very good, very good most likely one of the top team, if not the top team in the country. Harvard, you know, sort of, let's not say snuck into the conference tournament last year, but they were of the Ivies who got in, maybe the lowest on, on expectations. But that said, they had they had a lot of youth, a lot of young talent, and they got that experience, right? They got to go in, they got to keep the party on, uh, and playing for another week. So now, this week, going up against Virginia, uh, week one, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. A couple question marks on Harvard's uh, team. The face-off, right? How is that going to match up? Who do they have taking draws and, and uh, 
how is that going to play into their their scheme? And then in goalie, uh, who's going to be saving for them, and and what's that save percentage going to look like? Right. Um, so a lot of good, lot of incredible latchups again. As always, like I said, college across is on us, and and uh, it's really exciting to watch. This brings us to the final segment of this week's episode. My official picks. Like I mentioned, I'm terrible. This is all for fun. Um, but here's what I I know is going to happen. I know that in the Johns Hopkins Loyola Maryland game, it's going to be high scoring. I know that Georgetown is going to beat Pennsylvania, and I also know that the Utah Vermont game is going to be high scoring. Listen, I love I love lacrosse. Still coach, big fan. Um, if you are interested in supporting, please like, comment, and share. Appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, there are also some other links in the bios uh, for, for the Polish National Lacrosse Team. We are looking for official sponsors. If you're interested in, in learning more, getting involved, please check out the link in the bio. Feel free to reach out my uh, email or contact me. I appreciate it. Um, like I said earlier, you know, be a friend, tell a friend, like Pat McAfee says, you know, tell your parents you love them and have a great week.